Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. So, you know, a little lighter than expected inflation, so we're good. No recession. Off to the races. (laughs) I know. I really do want to have that moment where I just say, okay, we're done, right? This is awesome. Fantastic. It just doesn't work that way. And um, what we can say with, I think, a lot of assurance is, you know what? Things are so much better than they were even six months ago and even where we thought they would be. Because, you know, the Federal Reserve, economists, analysts, if you look back to, say, the the December and January period where everyone was making predictions about what would happen in 2023, what did we read? We said, everyone said recession. It's right. going to happen. You can't have the Federal Reserve raising rates this aggressively and prices this high without having a recession. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't have a recession yet. Um, the operative word being yet. I don't know if we will, but I would say at any at any other time in the last six or seven months, I cannot recall a time where we've had as much uniformity about things getting better as we have had. We've had job creation, which is sur- slowly starting to peter out. That's okay. That's what the Fed wants. We have inflation coming down dramatically. And we have a lot of the real life on the ground experience of consumers indicating that, yes, we all complain about high prices. We all do. uh, But we're feeling better. And a lot of the sentiment indices are showing improvements. So I think overall, I feel like we're not out of the woods yet, but ah, we're starting to see glimmers of light. Well, the one thing I get a lot of people, Jill, who say to me, you know, don't listen to these headline job numbers. The jobs being lost are high-end, real high-quality jobs, and the jobs that are getting filled are low-end, lower-wage jobs. And so I I, I hear from a lot of people who are Mm. very concerned about the labor market and the impact on the economy. What do you say to that? Wait a second. I want to understand this. They're they're saying to you that it's better or worse that high-wage people are losing jobs? It's worse. Why? I don't get that. See, I I would think the opposite, and I'll tell you why. I, I, I think that that's probably right. We are we are seeing much more strength at the middle to lower end. But remember, those are the people that when they lose their jobs, they're the ones who stop spending. But if you're a programmer, right, and you work for Google or Microsoft and you lose your job, you ostensibly have money that you're sitting on top of and you're pretty employable. So it seems to me that if you're going to look at job losses and the the direct impact on the economy... You'd rather have a rich person lose a job than a middle class person because they're not spending as freely in the economy. So I don't know. Like, it, if your it is assumption possible. is true that they can walk right into another job, I mean, that's no, an I'm assumption not made. They can walk right into another job, but the unemployment rate is still only three six to let's call it three three point five to three point eight in the last you know eighteen months. So it's still pretty low, and I don't see again. This is just on data. That, you know, I think that there are other parts of the job market that are a little mystifying. Like, I think the JOLTS report's kind of no good anymore because I think it shows that 
you know, who cares about a lot of companies are not closing out open positions, but internally they say there's a hiring freeze. So I, again, I don't dispute that what you're saying is true. What I'm saying is I wonder if perhaps when you look at that kind of information, that's probably the best news because, you know, when you look at the money spent, it is the lower to middle income people that when they lose their jobs, that's the retrenchment. And there's a lot more of them. Whereas if you look at, say, a wealthier person who loses their job, they may not, I don't know, they may not go on as fancy a vacation, but the vacation's been booked and we'll have to see. But it does not appear by all indications that the economy overall is rolling over because people in media and tech and some bankers are losing their jobs. Okay, so uh, put a pin in that, and that's a sort of wait and see as yeah. we talk with Jill Schlesinger, CBS News, and Jill on Monies. And I guess my the question is then, what's next? What do we look for next? Do we need a trend in this easing inflation to, to feel more secure? Yeah, I think there's two parts of this. I think that we have to really keep an eye on the inflation data. But, I, you know, again, I think there's a problem in the inflation data itself because if we look at the CPI, we know that a huge part of CPI is what's called shelter, which, you know, like, what does it cost to live? A rent, or if you live in a house, what is the equivalent rent for the house that you own, right? That's how the government measures the shelter cost. And it's a big portion, two-thirds of the overall and 70% of the core. So I guess from my perspective, that's the number that seems to be really amiss because when you look at apartments.com and Redfin and all of the on-the-ground data, rents that are coming up for lease are not going up from a year ago. They're either flat or coming down. So I would keep an eye on the data on the ground like the what it costs to rent. Right. I would keep an eye on the CPI and, of course, the jobs report. If all of a sudden in the next five months we see two, 300,000 jobs lost every month, yes, that is bad news. But so far, if we trend lower and even go to, say, flat job creation or a loss of 50 or 100,000 one month, a gain of 50 or 100,000 the next month, I think the Federal Reserve would be very happy. And then, of course, we have to keep an eye on the Fed. They're going to raise rates, at least as they telegraph it, when they meet next week. But I don't know if they go beyond that. And if they do, then we have to keep an eye on you know the impact on not just the, the economy, but also on markets, because weirdly, markets can drive some of this economy talk. You know, do you agree with the, the rate, more rate hikes? I mean, is that something I don't you get think? it. I, got, <laughs> I must be an idiot. I don't get it. I, I really either. don't. What about you? I mean, because no. I feel like we're in, the, we're, we're in the right direction. If the, let's take the Fed at their word. Hey, they say, listen, this takes a, it takes a while to get Fed increases into the economy. Okay, then what's the downside of waiting and just yeah. seeing how things filter through? I don't get it. I think they, they, they're saying they'd rather overshoot to the high side than not. But I mean, yeah, I, no one, I just... no one wants to be, you know, overseeing a resurgence of inflation. I get yeah. it. Hey, Jill, thanks as always. Have a great week. You too. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.